Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live.
It is time to let your live voice go through the mic on DSR 71.3 Fire Inc. Network featuring Full Purpose Pen with your host, Mr. Boston, a.k.a. The Mental Seducer. Welcome, everybody. I hope you have your drink blunt and buckled in. Tonight we have a wee powerful fortress in the building with us. We have Fortune coming to the stage. Let me give a shout-out to my CEO, DJ Spade, and the whole DSR family. If you desire to speak to the host or the guest, the number is 724-444-7444. The call ID number is 
I try to stop the falling. I try to stop the pain. I try to stop the sin that continues to grow inside. I try to stop, 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 I scream, but no one hears me. Can you not hear screaming as I slip through the wind? Can you not see me as I reach out my hand? Somebody, help me. I'm falling. Falling into the darkness, unable to anticipate the light, while four walls of pitch black darkness surrounds me with chaos, the chaos of my own mind. I'm trapped by a fence I continuously straddle, feeling unworthy of his mercy, and with each sin I commit, the darkness grows darker. My soul screams, choose a side, choose a side, choose a side now, before it's too late, before the darkness takes complete control. My soul is searching for a way out, but... Each way I turn only leads me further into the darkness. I need the light. My spirit needs the light, but I sit in darkness. I sit in darkness and think about all the things I've done, how over and over I disregarded my will, laying my grace aside for those who didn't even care if I went to heaven or hell. They were only looking to have a good time. They were only looking to steal the beautiful gift that was mine. But where are they now? Where are they now that I am falling? Why don't they see me? Why don't they hear me? Why don't they reach out and help me as I search through this abyss called hell? I guess they were right when they said good friends are hard to find. So while leaning on my own understanding, I look towards spiritual people to guide me, but failing to understand they were human too. The same problems that inflicted my life inflicted their lives. The same demons that I fought, they fought. The demons of the darkness, the darkness of the reality that I wasn't living right. Instead of letting the word of God dictate my life, I was letting my flesh lead me, boarding the plane of abuse, looking for love at the end of a fist, on my knees trying to comprehend why God wouldn't just bless my mess. I became numb in my desperate need to feel something, so I sit in darkness. I pray in the darkness. I sit in darkness and I wait. I fall in the darkness as I wait. I wait for somebody to see me. I wait for somebody to catch me. I wait for somebody to hear me as I scream aloud. My soul screams aloud as I wait. And I wait. And I wait. There you have it, audience. That is the queen of the night tonight. DSR 71.3, teaching full purpose spin. So now that you've heard of it, somebody... And now that you've heard the queen of the evening, let me formally introduce you to the IP. Ferociously impartial poet. Formerly, that girl, poet, first fell in love with poetry in 1986 after reading Mother to Son by Langston Hughes. She started reciting poetry at the age of 11, although she did not begin spitting her own work publicly until 1998. The VIP published her first poetry book, Something to Think About, in 1996. Then, deep in thought, 2002, and dear God, in 2003, also in 2003, she became one half of the dynamic poetry group, Chaos, with the talented Con Davidson. 
This union produced the CD title, It's About That Love, which was featured as the CD of the Month on cdbaby.com in January 2004. Hmm. The title track was included on the CD Poetry Collaboration Fusion. A blend of poetry and music also featured Malcolm Jamal Warner. It's about that love. Also had a long-running stint on music choice. The VIP had the pleasure of being part of She Speaks, an anthology of poetry in 2012. Her work regularly appears in Geiger, Lifestyle Magazine. The VIP believes poetry is life and life is poetry. What is what inspires you motivates you. VIP also is a business owner. Her business is called Money's Image. Let it work for you. She makes cakes, candles, blankets, T-shirts, greeting cards, and bath care products. Ladies and gentlemen, meet the one and only B-I-P. How you doing tonight, lady? I'm doing great. How are you doing tonight? I am doing absolutely fine, as I do on my every other Sunday night foray into the poetry realm, you know. And it's, a, it's, it's nice to have you here. You know, I'm that piece that you did was, ooh-wee. <laughs> ooh-wee. I need to have you right in front of me so I can just film you doing that piece. Thank you. <laughs> Well, first question for you this evening. Who are you as a person, as a black woman? As a person, um, as a black woman, I believe that I'm a motivator. Um, I like to motivate people, inspire people to be better than they were yesterday. You know, I'm a mother, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so I just have that nurturing, caregiving spirit. Indeed. That's beautiful right there. Can you be my mother? <laughs> <laughs> Next question. What are your interests, passions that drive you? I have uh, <clears throat> so many interests. I like, I guess my interest would be creating things, creating something out of nothing um, would be my interest and in, in even my passion. When you look at all the different things that I do, uh, they all consist of, you know, taking something and, and creating uh, poetry. You just get a pen and a paper and you create. Um, blankets, you take pieces of fabric and you sew them together and you make something beautiful. So that would be my my interest, my passion. That would be what drives me to see the finished product. Okay. Very good. Very good. Very good. Very good vision there. You know, I like that vision. So what do you want to accomplish with your portrait? That question is such a loaded question. Um, It's a loaded question because, you know, 
I would be lying if I said I don't want to see my name in light. Uh, I do want to see my name in light. But I think that it's more important to let people know that they don't live in this world alone. And what I mean by that, when you take the piece, I sit in darkness, there are so many smiling faces that literally sit in darkness um, because the world doesn't want to hear about your darkness. Mm-hmm. You know, they want everybody to be happy all the time, and it's just not that way. And so what I ultimately want my poetry to do is to touch someone, to allow people to know that they're not in this world alone, that someone does understand, and that mm-hmm. there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Indeed, indeed, indeed. I feel you, I feel you. So what we're going to do is we are going to play one of your tracks. So everybody sit back and listen to this queen sit on this track. DJ Kane, take us away. Life in 
the name of love for a broke ass, no life, low life, still living with his mama, one of these drug dealing hoes. But one day I woke up, I woke up and smelled the coffee burning. Right then I knew I had to make a change in me. I had to stand up and find myself respect. I had to find the self-work I was born with. Let's face it, I had to put my own ass in check. Because I was playing like the game changed when really it was the rules that I rearranged. I let you beat me down and take my self-esteem, tarnish my hopes and crush my dreams. See, I believed you when you said I was nothing. I believed you when you said I had nothing to offer. I believed you when you said no one worth having would ever want someone like me, a divorced mother with two different baby daddies. You became the book on which I read my life. You manipulated me into being your wife. Because of me, you wanted complete control, and the day I gave it to you was the day I sold my soul. I told you to have hurts and fears, and you used them against me. But for that shit, I take full responsibility. See, I fucked up. Yeah, I fucked up again and again. I fucked up and let your stupid ass in. I gave you all you needed to destroy me because your self-destructive ways I just couldn't see. But one day I opened my eyes and got a clear picture straight through your disguise. Begin to see you for who you really are and learn that a man can't be defined by a star. You see, this three-carat diamond only shines like a glass. And your campaign to destroy me will never come to pass. Because I no longer need your ring to validate me or my existence. To your fatal words and other stuff, I become resistant. I learned that money doesn't make a marriage and a home can't make a man. Just because you give him a book doesn't mean he'll understand. I decided that when I go out, it's going to be with style. And it won't be for a man that wasn't worth my while. I'm finally standing up as the beautiful black woman that I am. I'm too pretty for this. I'm too smart for this. I'm too good for this shit. I deserve better than this. It's time for me to get mine. I mean, all of mine. Because I refuse to be torn down by the very man I build up. I said, I refuse to be torn down by the very man I build up. So the building stops here. You are never a provider, a leader, or a protector. You are only a liar, a cheater, and a beater. But in the end, you only cheated yourself. And in the end, you have nothing left. Like my favorite line in that piece is when it says, 
you know, I was playing like the game changed when really it was the rules that I rearranged. Sometimes we, I'm going to say as women, even though I know this happens to men and women, but sometimes we as women, we want to change the rules, you know, when we really know what's going on. And we just got to stand up and and be strong and and call a state a state and stop trying to make it a king of diamonds. That's right. That's right. That's right. Got a question for you. Easy question to answer. Does poetry have room for a prescriptive manifesto of form and content? And is there room in it for an enlightenment theory of unity? Uh, I think there's definitely always room. Um, the question is how you try to get your message across. You have to know your audience at all times. Um, I'll say you can't go into a place talking about unity when I don't know, like I'll just use all the all the killings that have taken place. There are certain places that they're not ready for that. So you have to know your audience at all times. But is there room? Yes. There's always room to get a message across. There's always room, um, you know, for perception to change people's perceptions. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you just you just got to choose your platform wisely. Okay. Indeed, indeed. One more question, and I'm going to bring in the first caller. This is a very long question, so you have to to listen to it very carefully. Some think of poetry as akin to gardening. As a hobby, people take up later in life. But I've seen it taken up as a hobby, intellectual and emotional, among younger people. It is even a profession for some. Is there a generational gap within the poetic canon or a sort of gap between types of people who may register it and who may not? Well, I don't think that there's a generational gap between who may register in it, who may register it and who may not. Um, there are people like myself who just take to it immediately. Um, As you read in my bio, I was very young uh, when poetry was first introduced to me, and it's been a love of mine ever since. Then you have other poets who, like they said, get in it later in life. I think it's about where you are in your life, not necessarily the age of the person but just where they are in their life. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. So what we're going to do is we're going to bring in the first caller. Florida, are you in the building? Florida, are you in the building? Good evening. This is Lady of Love from the Poetry Concert and Poetry in Love. How are you this evening, Mr. Boxton? I am doing absolutely great. You know, with this powerful woman in the building with us tonight, you know I am absolutely on hype right now. You know, um, it's a beautiful thing to have this queen in the building, and you know, it's all good. You know, so may I address her? 
Uh, good evening. Oh, yes, you may. Yes, you may. Good evening, Queen um, VIP. Congratulations. Good evening. Congratulations on your feature, number one. And that last piece of poetry that you uh, you spit, absolutely powerful, a lot of, um, a lot of transparency. Um, and how I see it, it, it happened to you, um, but it's for someone else. Uh, you were just the vessel that God used. And he knew that you would be a qualified vessel to tell it to the clarity of saving someone else or healing someone else. Thank you. Thank you. Um, it it very much is a true story. It's a combination of, of more than one relationship, honestly. Um, but it's very much a true story. I do believe in being transparent uh, in my poetry I can't make you feel it if I didn't feel it. Yeah. Um, doesn't always it's not always my story, but it is always a story that has affected me personally, whether you know, whether it was myself or a friend. Um, but how do I make you feel it if I didn't feel it? Exactly. It's through your experiences. Uh it may not have been the complete content of what you you wrote about but you've experienced something there and that that something gave you a blessed message and I say blessed because he that has an ear if he hears this um, I'm repeating what I said before that he will be saved from something healed enlightened um, and um, set free (laughs) you know um, you are a phenomenal poet. And the other one that I heard um, at the opening of the show that you read, phenomenal, phenomenal. Thank you. Awesome. You know, you and you, you it it tells that you've been somewhere, um, and you you have gained something. And so the the tenets of your your writing are worthy to fall on an open ear. And I heard you. I thank you, sister. I really do. I thank you for the encouragement. And I'm just glad that, you know, it's being heard. I really am. Yes. You know, I, I'm not the only one, I'm sure. Um, others here, and you and you will begin to, well, you have books and you have things out. So, you know, people, people hear you. People see you. They feel you, you know. And uh, you are a messenger. And um, that's what we are, the poets of today. We are Latter-day prophets and messengers, and uh, I would like to congratulate you on delivering your assignment in uh, excellence. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Indeed. Indeed. So, Lady of Love, what do you have for tonight? Well, you know, I, you know, I do a lot of stuff. And I'm going to, I think, I, just a little short something that, um, you know, it's for all of us, for we who have a message out there, to get out there. And um, this particular piece, it's, it's kind of short. Um, I had to encourage myself is the title of this piece. 
It goes on this wise. I stood in a David position today. She fought negativity. Victory returned. My scale balanced. For there on a dark cliff hid a spirit of disrupt and destroy, sending intercepting waves on to my frequency. There, in cosmic strategy, walking in servitude, being ever wise to the creeping force, felt my energy drain as if a weight descended on my natural whole. Again was my annoyed response. Question lodged in the roof of my mouth. Experience advised in an instant to employ spiritual control to stifle impatient association with murmuring and complaining. I encourage myself in God. See, there will be times on destiny's road, travelers, paths occupied in the, the labor of their assignments, and see not the wear in your compassion garment. I choose to wear compassion touching the bare spots that minister to another's pain, reminding me of the charge to keep I have, continuing my life to glorify God. Reaching up my able hand, I touched it to my weary shoulder that had supported the weight of many and your tears. I am compelled to encouraging myself in God. Easing to my physical feet, impacted by a testimony meant for the porch of my spirit, poured a confirming balm as my own tears flowed while I confidently encouraged myself with divine love. Sometimes, must encourage yourself. And peace. Oh, shit. Lady of love, I could have sucked that one through a straw, man, and made my mind explode. And you could eat with you. You could eat my mind, my words, my thoughts with a fork. That's how thick and down the earth that piece was right there. Let me jump on my spaceship and try, try to catch you before you hit the rings of Saturn. <laughs> I'm almost there. (laughs) 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 Yeah, yeah. Uh, VIP, what do you think about that piece? I love it. And um, I just love the way she flowed with it. Like, just seemed, I really did. Loved it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Lady of Love, you know, we got to keep it moving. You know, we we like a train over here in DSR, so, you know, we got to keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? Cool. I'll sit back mm-hmm. on Auntie Cozy uh, couch and uh, wait to my next turn. Okay, indeed, indeed. VIP. Yes. You know what I want you to do? Because with them, with them eyes, I just, I, I, it's like me looking through the mirror and looking at myself, and then reflecting that self back onto you. So I want you to spit a freestyle for the listening audience. Can you do that? <laughs> freestyle. <laughs> yeah. Can you I, I freestyle? Hate free, I hate freestyling. Let me tell you why. why. Sometimes you come up with these great lines, and then you can't mm-hmm. remember them later. <laughs> and that is the worst because you sit there and you're like, oh, my God, I can't remember. I can't remember. You, you, I hate you, freestyle. You know, Mr. Boston, you know Mr. Boston is not going to relent from that freestyle, right? 
Okay. Okay, let me say this, uh, world. I'm not a singer. I just love to sing, but I'm not good at it. Okay, we'll so, do that. Okay. <laughs> do that. Say something. I'm giving up on you. Say something. Say something. I'm giving up on you. I just want you to open your mouth and say something. You sit there like a statue saying nothing. I pour my heart out. I tell you where I'm going. I tell you where I've been, but constantly I'm still stuck here in you. And I'm just waiting on you to say something because I'm giving up on you. Okay, that's it. That's my freestyle. (laughs) <laughs> and you think that was bad? That was beautiful. I like that. Thank I you. Like that. Can I'm you can I, can I play, play back? I'm about to, to write some of that down. Now, can I, can, I, can, I sit at, can I sit at your dining room table and let you sing to me? Because I like that. No. You know how it goes. You know how it goes. You know how it goes. You know. So what we're going to do is we're going to bring in another caller for you. We're going to bring in Brother O. All right, Brother O. Brother O, you in the DSR building. What's going on, baby brother? What's going on, Mr. Blossom? Man, you know, you know, I I, I come in and enjoy my Sunday nights, man, you know, uh, do my thing, you know, with this wonderful lady tonight. You know, I'm trying to make her feel at home. You know, uh-huh. you know. So, you know, you got something for her. you got something to ask the lady. Oh, no, not really. I uh, just want to say congratulations on your speech with Sister VIP, and you definitely have a message for the people. So keep spreading that message. I thank Indeed. you, Brother O, and I just thank you for your continued support. I really do. Thank you. Indeed. 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 Well, you got a question for her? Um, I, I got one question. Uh, what, what inspires you to write? What inspired me? You mean when I first started writing? Yes, yes. Um, honestly, I can't answer that question. Uh, I was so young, I've just always loved writing. Uh, mm-hmm. Funny thing is, I don't like English, but <laughs> I've never liked English class. But I've always loved writing, um, mm-hmm. just for as long as I can remember, honestly. Right. All right. Brother O, what do you got for us tonight? The poem is called Captain Brother O's Heart. Okay. Yo, Mike. Whether I am known as Omar Gatley or Brother O, I will love you exactly as you are. 
with all of my heart and soul. From your beautiful smile to your warm heart and caring personality, I wouldn't add change to take anything away from you. For you are God's reminder to me that true love still exists in the finest creation ever. Ever since you returned into my life, things have improved tremendously for the better for me, and I've literally been transformed. The untimely ending of my relationship eventually led to us building and establishing a great friendship. For it was perfect timing all along. The only question I have for you is, where have you been all of my life? I'm thankful that you came back into my life because I was on the verge of giving up on relationships altogether and just being content to live as a single brother for the rest of my life. However, you captured my heart and soul. Two people, you share a special bond. Sharing just about everything in common, particularly our love for the arts, our passion for the youth, and similar even killed personalities. I sincerely thank the Lord for you every day. Thank you for welcoming me with open arms. Allow me to be transparent and honest with you about everything. You encourage me to be my authentic self. You help me regain my confidence and swagger. I'm truly grateful for your real friendship. Thank you for embracing the real Omar dealing with all of my shortcomings, flaws, weaknesses, imperfections, and issues. Well, you had captured Brother O's heart. I sit back in my leather recliner and ask myself with amazement. Now, out of all the brothers she could have chosen to hang out with, to spend time with, why Brother O? I know that I'm not a billionaire like Bill Gates. However, I managed to catch her attention. But she struck it rich when she chose me. Now, I may not have all the riches of the world. I possess a pure heart and gold in some days. This king will place it down the ring on this queen's finger and give him my last name. The equivalent of scoring a royal flush in the game of poker. And I won't settle for any other woman except her. But she's my ace of heart. Until we join together holy matrimony, Brother O will be patiently waiting for this virtuous woman. And trust and believe, he ain't going nowhere. Every time we make eye contact and gaze at each other, our connection is magnetic. Every time we kiss, our connection is magical. When we hug, our connection flows like electricity. And when we hold hands, our connection is so strong to the point that now we to leave from each other. See, our spirit, our connection is very strong mentally and spiritually. Every time I see you, my heart skips a beat. I get excited like a kid in a toy store because you bring out my best qualities and enhance what I have already. Never thought in my wildest dreams that I would have this type of connection with a woman Minus focusing on the physical and sexual attraction. Reconnecting with you was meant to be a part of my greater destiny. Let's get together and have a candlelight dinner with a glass of red wine. Set in the mood with those old school love jams. Their name was a cuddle underneath the blanket on the couch in a cold and frigid winter night. Expressing feelings of pure warmth and euphoria. 
As we all get kids with pure passion, we generate our own eating system. Getting the full VIP treatment might give you a full body massage, extended oils and lotions, and I'll recite my love poetry to you. Damn, girl, you got it going on. Because I can't get enough of you. And you are simply irresistible. I'm your prize fish who happens to be one of the greatest catches that you ever made in your life. And you've got your hooks in me. Your wish is your every wish. My command without any questions or objections as I humble myself in your presence. Because he captured Brother O's heart. Hugs and kisses to you, my future queen. From your future king, Brother O. That's that piece. Brother O, I like when you come to my show because you bring such a conscious genre of poetry to this menu. And you stand on that stage, man, I can just feel your vibe. You stand on that stage so proud and so stout. And you put them pieces together, man, that makes you think, did he say that? Yes, he did say that. You know, did he mean that? Yes, he did mean that. That's Brother O. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Ross. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. I love hearing you. I love hearing you, man. I, 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 I could really get into your your laid-back, kick-back style, but with that conscious that always surface like bubbling hot water, you know, and when it bursts out of that bubble, it's just like a, a, a theme of, of, of wisdom that comes out of your pieces. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, what I like about those pieces, you know, there are so many people out there on the verge of giving up, and you just inspire somebody to not give up because it's out there and it's waiting, and it's going to be better than anything they've ever had before. And I just encourage you, keep writing, Brother O, keep writing. Thank you, VIP. I appreciate it. Indeed. I like my name in the piece, too, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. We're going to sit you back down. We're going to sit you back down on the couch for a minute, man. I hope you stay for the remainder of the show, man, you know, and hear this beautiful lady, you know. So, VIP, what mm-hmm. would you say? What would you say to someone who doesn't get? poetry, but who wants to? I would tell them that maybe it's the the person that they're listening to. Maybe it's the flow that the person has. Keep trying because there's, if you're trying to get poetry and you want to, mm-hmm. you know, there's someone out there that is going to appeal to what appeals to your ear. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because all types of poetry do not appeal to everybody. Right. That's right. That's right. Well, you know what? I'm going to give you an opportunity to address the mic. Can you do that for me? I love okay. your voice. I love your voice. So Thank I'm giving you. you. Mm-hmm. I'm giving you the mic. The mic is yours. 
You can't save the world. You can't save the world. You can't save the world. It echoed over and over in my mind. You can't save the world. But I'm trying. I'm trying to save this little girl sitting on this closet floor alone, broken and bruised from the mental anguish that plagues her mind. Trying to save her from the never-ending tears that fall from her eyes. I'm trying to save her. She's trying to save herself. Reasoning with the thoughts in her young mind as to why. Why he felt the need to take her innocent body and turn it into a shameful temple which she could never escape. A prison too beautiful for words. Excuse me if I can use that term to describe it. A prison where her mind became the gatekeeper that never gave up the key, the type of prison that the outside world like you and me never see. I don't know if I can save her, save her from questions that by no means will never be answered like, Daddy, why did you leave me? Daddy, wasn't I enough? Daddy, can you take me in your arms and love me now? I'm a clean child. He doesn't touch me anymore. I want to save this little girl sitting on this closet floor, confused, shattered, and aching from a past that is present, a past that just won't go away. The images just won't go away. The memories of her beaten body beat her to a bed in which she should have found comfort, bound and beaten by the person that should have loved her. Utterances of, I'm sorry, Mommy. I won't do it again. I promise, Mommy. I'll be a good girl next time. Interrupted her dreams. Oh, excuse me. I meant her nightmares. There it goes again. Can you hear it? You can't save the world, but I'm trying. I'm trying to save this little girl sitting on this closet floor, this little girl who learned to find comfort on this cold, dark closet floor, this floor that became her friend over and over and over again. I'm trying to save this little girl that's not a woman, a woman with that little girl trapped inside who feels that everything will be okay if she has a man by her side, but Time after time, she realized that she'd only collected the names of the men that left her heart neglected, and she searched for that love her heart's always longed for, but each time she found herself back on that closet floor. Can you see the door closing right before her eyes? Please help me save this little girl. I'm trying to save this little girl that's not a woman. A woman with that little girl still trapped inside in self-mutilation she can no longer hide. Slicing her body, trying to make physical pain, take away mental pain, not realizing they're one and the same. And I'm trying to save them both, but the fight gets harder and harder every day as I can hear her making deals with God. Please just take me away. The suicidal thoughts have taken over her mind, and I wonder will this be the last time I'll get to try to save this little girl. Won't you please help me save this little girl, this little girl, this little girl inside of me because each day pushed me a little bit further to the edge. Each day I had to wake up and face the reality that the world put before me. An unsuccessful marriage rained down on me. A nicotine addiction rained down on me. Failed suicide attempts rained down on me. A desperate need to be loved rained down on me. Pure disappointment rained down on me. But God, I tell you, but God, me up and he carried me. He showed my heart a future my eyes couldn't see. He saved me. God saved me from all that I could have been, all that I should have been. He saved me. Mm. Damn, Damn, son. You know what? VIP. Yes. The day I saw a woman whose life had gone astray, 
I didn't know how to help her, so all I did was pray. And I felt ashamed because I didn't know how to save her. But I can't change the world. But he can. And I can't hold it all in the palm of my hand. I can't save the world, but he can. Today I'll see others locked behind the walls with mothers, wives, and children dependent on them all. And I'll feel their pain. But I won't know how to save them, but I can't change the world, but he can. And I can hold it all in the palm of my hand. I can't save the world, but he can. There's a reflection in the mirror, tired old man. I see looking at a little closer that tired old man with me, and I feel ashamed because I didn't know how to save me. But I can't change the world, but he can. And I can't hold it all in the palm of my hand. I can't save the world, but he can. And that was the mirror of your peace, freestyle. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. You can't save the world, but he can. Yeah, you sparked that one, so you know. <laughs> yes, indeed. And yes, that's indeed. what it's all about. It's yes, about being indeed. an inspiration. Yeah, that's it right there. You know, you know it is what it is. I'm gonna bring in another caller here. We're gonna bring in Born to Right. Born to Right. Are you in the DSR building? Born to Right. Hello, 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 family. My man, that piece right there, though, and then the response. Um, Queen Viat, greetings to you, Doc, Mr. Boston, of course, and the entire DSR family. Oh my goodness, VIP! I really enjoyed that um, that piece you just shared. That was that was beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you. You're very welcome. Um, <clears throat> I've been listening for about maybe about 20 minutes or so. I've been in and out of doing stuff all night, but i got to give my, my poets and my blog um, talk family some love. And I have never heard you before. I, I just looked you up. We are friends on Facebook, but that don't mean a whole lot. I'm very old school. <laughs> I'm friends with a lot of people, but I'm enjoying listening to you. I feel your, your spirit, and I feel your journey. And I just want to salute you and um, and just wish you well on on your journey and hoping that your voice is, is out there, out there, because people need to hear poets like you. They really do. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the encouragement. Indeed, indeed. You so are right. Mm-hmm. I know you got something more powerful than a rocket engine trying <clears> to make it to the moon. And I know that if you land on the moon, you want to you want to bounce to Uranus, and then you want to go to Pluto, and then you want to get want to catch up and make that elliptical orbit to catch Nairobi. So you know, hey, I'm giving you the mic. You know, I was oh, I was really coming through to share some love and congratulate the feature and show DSR and Mr. Boston some love, but. My my poetic one of my poetic mentors of the three I have were warriors that always be prepared. So um, I I can share this piece um, when you guys are ready. Uh, the mic is yours. <laughs> I gave it to you an hour ago. No, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I'm not doing you tonight, Mister Boston. I'm gonna share this piece, and I'm getting off the phone. You hear me? Um, <laughs> it's all love. 
I think as poets, it is our it's our obligation um, to inspire, like the Queen just said, and hopefully, um, this is inspiration. I haven't named it, but um, here we go. <clears throat> Excuse me. She can remember when people weren't so kind and when no one paid her any attention, not her talent, her creativity, or her mind. To them, she was just a pretty face and a big behind. See, she remembers the nasty slurs and the taunting and teasing, making her feel like shit for no reason, and she recalls being compared to her angel queen of a mother. See, honestly, she will admit that she sought temporary acceptance and affixing the arms of false lovers, and this young lady was gifted, called, and unique, beautiful in her own right. And she was graced by the Most High with passion and purpose, but she was trapped in their filthy lies and didn't believe that she was worthy. See, she felt like she was less than because of the revolting and painful rejection. And see, she never knew that there was a reason her heart was broken and subjected, subjected to the pain by those that ridiculed her name, and she couldn't accept the few souls that tried to love her genuinely because she saw them through eyes of heartache and disappointment the same. See, she remembers no matter where her life has taken her. See, she began to wear a mask. She made her home in the street, and she felt more secure with the thug and that life because at least her homies had her back, and see, that's what she truly needed at night. But there was always a small voice. There was always a small voice. There was always a small voice, a relentless nagging in her ear, a kiss from destiny telling her not to live in anger and release the fear and God would speak to her in her dreams, whispering, and she thought it was because of the Mary Jane she inhaled, and for a brief moment she thought, what in the world have I, what have I done with him, what have I done with my life, and am I going insane, but she could vividly hear God whispering her name in the midnight hour. And one evening, like the particle sun, she too came to herself. She was blessed with real love and began to feel and acknowledge her own godly wealth, and she initiated understanding, and her mission became crystal clear. She released the tough exterior, the ache and the fear, and she forgave those who hurt her the most and those that scared her innocent heart. She denied the low self-esteem and claimed power in her God-given smarts. See, she fell to her knees and owned the godly image in which she was made. And though she missed her mother, she climbed up out of her grave. And this poetic queen realized her own smile. She put her own big girl panties on and left the shadows of that wounded, abused, molested child. And this woman of God held on to the fact that her life wasn't a mistake. And instead of living bitter, she learned valuable lessons from those who were abusive, petty, and fake. And see, she rose from the ashes. She rose from the ashes. She rose from the ashes toward the eastern shore like the phoenix. She stood in her journey, and it became all good. 
And now today she speaks life and she tries her best to motivate the masses because of her experiences. Her insight is thicker than that of molasses. And this queen is now compassionate, loving, and strong. And she inspires others through her ink and words that they can feel and understand that they too can carry on and Though she tries to give back and do the best she can in this life, she'll never forget those that weren't so kind. She'll never forget those that weren't so kind, that never paid her any attention, not her talent, creativity, nor her mind. And to them, she was only a pretty face with a big behind. But now she's here, born to write, born to survive, born to share God's love and a luminous light. Born to write, and that's that piece. Damn, son, where'd you find this? <laughs> Born to write. Listen carefully. I'm going I'm to bounce off your little piece there. We are always asked to understand the other person's viewpoint, no matter how outdated, foolish, or obnoxious. One is asked to view the total error of their life wasted with kindness, especially if they are aged. But age is the total of our doing. They have aged badly because they have lived out of focus. They have refused to see. Not their fault. Whose fault? Mine. I am asked to hide my viewpoint from them for fear of that fear. Age is no crime. But the shame of deliberately wasted life among so many deliberately wasted lives. In peace. Mm. Uh, I don't have no special effects that I can say, but damn, not just playing <laughs> in my Friday voice. Um, you know, Mr. Boston, ever since I heard you, when I first heard you, um, <clears throat> I really literally had to get the thesaurus and dictionary when you was about to spit. And I never want to just like somebody's poetry or I just say I like something and I don't feel it, but half of your poem I would understand. The other 30% I would get because I would make the connection, but the other 25 28% you left me. But it was always a challenge to listen to you um, because you, you, you're so hood, but you're so educated. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You are the most ghetto educated brother I think I've met to date. And um, I appreciate your words because you, you just come from so many sides. Like, it's just crazy. Your ink has no limit. It really doesn't. And um, uh, thank you for that, basically, because you've always understood me through my poetry. You responded back online, and what you write back, speaks to my soul like it's really it's really neat. Um I thank God for your gift and uh for you. Well you know born right when you really sit down and hear my story, you know you're you know, dying and coming back to life changes you, you know. And I I kind of sort of made that transition ten years ago going over to the other side and being brought back. And it changed me completely 360. So God sent me back for a reason. And I I try to live up to that challenge of why he sent me back. So, And I try to give back as, as much as I possibly can with the hope of somebody 
moving on to what uh, where I came from, you know, because I lived uh, before I went over to the other side and came back. I was nothing nice at all, you know, and going over to the other side and coming back was my wake-up call. So I came back to do what God said do, and I do what I do. I have a passion for it. He gave me that passion. He woke that passion up in me, and I just do what I do to give back, you know, wholeheartedly, 100%, you know. So I just I just look up, you know, and have my ears to the sky, and I'm listening, you know. Well, I believe it. I mean, you know, I've, I've I've lived a lot of life myself, and I know an OG when I hear one. You feel me? But I I can see that you have turned your head around to the other side too, and that's that's admirable because not everybody um, can can own the gift of change, and change is, is fearful when you don't know what's on the other side. So I thank you. I appreciate you. Salute you. Um, Queen VIP, congratulations again on your feature. And um, if you have any information, like if you have a book or a CD or anything out, please inbox me the information um, because I would definitely like to read more uh, from you and and connect with you um, from poet to poet. Thank you. Thank you. I will definitely. I sent you an inbox already, but I will definitely uh, send you an inbox. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely understand it and appreciate that. And uh, you are on. You are in for a ride with Mr. Boston because you. One thing about this show, and I don't get to come like I want to for the schedule and life, but it is never a dull moment with Mr. Boston. I call him the. Oh doctor. yeah. Because this guy, you don't know if he's going to send you to heaven or send you to Magic City in Atlanta, baby. So just, um, <laughs> I'm just saying, you never know. So, And that's exciting in a host. You don't want somebody boring and dull. You know, you want you want some life. So, um, right, right. Yeah. You're right. Um, blessings to every poet that's touched the mic and, and to those that will. And shout out to Word Warrior, Alien King Spade, and the entire DSR family all. Indeed, indeed, indeed. We're going to sit you back on the couch. We're going to go on a, on a music break. We're going to play a track by VIP. Can you take us there, DJ Spade? Somehow I missed the signs that would have saved you in our 
think that rhyming is number one an easy way to introduce poetry um, to children. Uh, it makes it easier to remember, um, and I think that it's a great start. I don't even. You have some adult poets that still rhyme in in every poem. I think that the free form starts as you get a better understanding for the craft, uh, as you learn that poetry doesn't have to rhyme. But a lot of people, you know, a lot of people still rhyme in their poetry, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, But I just think as you grow in the craft, then you kind of, I don't even want to say step away from the rhyming because you'll have poets that, We'll freeform this part and rhyme this part, and but that's the thing about poetry. There are no rules. Indeed, indeed. One more question for you. Do you have a poem that makes the hair on the back of your neck stand up? Okay, I have a question. <laughs> are we talking about one of my poems or are we talking about somebody else's poem? Your poem. My poem. Um, yes. Uh, save do. the world. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can you do that piece of poem for us? I just did that poem. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I see. I was going to see if I can catch you off guard. But no. Anyway, what, what I'm going <laughs> What I'm yes. going to do is I'm going to bring in Nation. I'm going to bring in Nation in the building. Nashon, are you in the DSR building? Nashon. Hey. What's Congratulations, going on? VIP. Congratulations, VIP, on your feature. I'm Thank digging you. your grooves. I'm digging your, your freestyle. I'm digging everything you're doing. Thank Keep you. Keep it up. Is that all you got, Nation? You know I ain't letting you get away for nothing on the nickel. You know what I'm saying? I'm flipping the nickel because I know that you either have a question or you have a poem that you desire to spit. Well, I, my my question to all artists is, you know, the the op, the basically our op, objective is for growth for ourselves. As as artists, where do you see your uh, your growth? What what do you see happening for yourself um, five years from now? Five years from now, yeah, I I still see my name in lights, but but um, five years from now, I hope that there is some growth in my work, but I also hope the integrity stays there. Um, I want to, one of the things that I've been doing um, is we, and I was a part of chaos, and even after uh, I moved away and so chaos was no longer a group, we did a youth poetry contest um, where we're literally giving away cash um, for the students to come write a poem and come present it and, you know, kind of like a small slam. And we have students that have come back that graduated, 
you know, uh, they were in the ninth and tenth grade, and here it is ten yeah. years later, and they're coming back telling us how we fired them and, you know, how some of them are still writing or they were on a different track. So I say all of that to say five years from now, I want to still be getting those reports from younger people who I've inspired to keep writing or I've given an outlet that didn't have one. That's what's up. I, I, I congratulate you on, on, on doing the fine work that you're doing with the youth. Um, we need more people to, to be involved with our youth, to, to teach them, to, to, to raise our children. You know, it takes a village to raise the, 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 the children. Um, it used to be back in the day, you, you see um, Mrs. Johnson's little daughter getting out of line, and you could pop, pop them back in line. Not nowadays. Nowadays, you know, that you try and put that child back in line, and Mrs. Johnson's got issues with you. I don't know. Well, I will say this. Back in the day, people had a love for people. They had a love for children. They wanted to see children's best interests. That's not always the case now. That's not. And so um, coming from a very overprotective mother, um, let me chastise my own children. But at the same time, I do go by what my mother taught me. Right is right and wrong is wrong no matter who's doing it. So Mm -hmm. if my children are wrong, they're wrong. But I would be lying if I told you that I trusted Susie down the street because Susie ain't who she used to be, you know. Grandma yeah. Grandma Tracy ain't who, who she used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Indeed. 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 So what you got for us, Nishan? Uh... I figured um, I'd try something like this. Um, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a piece called. Let's see. I'm gonna do a piece called She. Okay. Yo, Mark. She was right for me. She was right for me. Why did I let her go? Not of the better soul. She he was right for me. She was a dream. Dream she had to be. She was the last thought to enter my head at night. First thought I woke to in morning light. Though she was the one that I preferred, I, she became my dream deferred. How could I let her leave my side? Why was I full of such pride? How could I ever forget her eyes? 
her eyes to look deep within him and see clear to eternity. Her eyes, any man would be privileged to drown in the sea of her tears. And now it's my fear to never have her near. To look once more upon her eyes will press a jewel that reflects her radiance for all to see. See, I guess you just don't know. No, no, I guess you just don't see. She was beyond physical beauty, yet beauty she was to her bone marrow. But eternity with her was not in the tarot cards. Why is it so hard to be with the one you really care for, the one you truly adore? I guess you just don't know what I mean. She was my thumb with some good times without, with or without the Afro chain. She was my Nefertiti, my Nubian queen. She was my Angela Bassett before Stella got her green back. She was my drug more addictive than crack. Mark Anthony, if he had met her, would have dropped Cleopatra. Moses would have split seven seas just to get closer to her divine beauty. To spend time with her at days length, Samson would have given away his strength, and I swear Solomon would have spent every single last piece of his gold just to spend two minutes with her school. But me, foolish I, I let this virgin go to see a world that she had never known. I wish she could now that know that my heart she still owns. If by now you figured out, I loved her. Though she's many years in my past, I really wish I loved it last because I did love her. I guess the only way I can have her is the 15-minute glimpses I see of her within my nocturnal imagery. Where I'd write her new poems, change my old ways to new ones, buy her the world if I thought it would bring her back to me. It should always be a dream. Dream she'll always be. I hope not for eternity. She was right for me. She was right for me. Why did I let her go? Do the nothing this is so. She was right for me. The shah. And peace.
Greetings, greetings, DSI family. <clears throat> What's mm-hmm. going on, DSI family? What's happening? You know, you know, we crip walking and blood walking all at the same time. We're bringing it all together, make having some unity. You know what I'm saying? So we can have some red, white, and blue, and then dye, dye the flag to red, black, and green. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 I hear you, I hear you. Uh, greetings, mm-hmm. Queen. Congrats on your feature. Thank you. Thank you. How are you tonight? Oh, I'm blessed and highly favored. Amen. <laughs> so you got a question you got a question for my beautiful Queen Nubia? I always figure out a question. So what do I have for her? Let's see. Hmm. Is poetry a passion? Is poetry your life? Is poetry just a hobby? Poetry is definitely a passion, and it gives me life. What's up? There it is. There it is. There it is. Well, where were you? I know yes, you sir. got one of them. I know you got one of them. Make you sit down or lay down pieces to spit on that <laughs> mic. <laughs> I'm gonna fo- follow my black brothers tonight, especially my man Nashon. Shout out to Nashon, and I'm gonna do this piece. Um, <clears throat> don't you ever stop loving me, girl. Okay. See the brothers doing love tonight. <laughs> <laughs> what what what's the name of that piece? Don't you ever stop loving me, girl. Okay. All right. Don't you ever stop loving me, girl. Don't you ever stop being in my world. I love you. You love me. We love each other eternally. Don't you ever stop loving me, girl. Don't you ever stop being in my world. I'm so happy that you entered my life. I'm at peace just knowing that you're all right. With your love, girl, life doesn't seem that bad. With your texture and degree of love, I can taste things that I've never had. Your love feeds me when I'm hungry. Your love comforts me when I'm lonely. Your love keeps me dry away from rain. Your love senses all types of pain. Don't you ever stop loving me, girl. Don't you ever stop being in my world. I love you, you love me, we love each other eternally. These feelings and emotions got me feeling some type of way. The attraction I have for you nearly takes my breath away. Your breath alone makes my nature rise. And every time I look at you, I want to be in between your thighs. Whatever you do, let's keep this love true. Whatever you've done, 
I believe you are the one. Like leather, this love is tough, so I just want us to be together. Like suede, this love is smooth, so I just want to go get A's in school. But like life, it's go get rough, but I believe we can work it out between us. Don't you ever stop loving me, girl. Don't you ever stop being in my world. I love you. You love me. We love each other eternally. I did not see this coming, but I'll accept it and receive it. I don't have to pinch myself because I already believe it. Is this the way love was intended to be? I'm all excited and you don't want no one but me. This must be an exquisite form of this thing called love. This must be an ultimate sign that it was formed from above. I'm so happy that you entered my life. World Warrior is asking you to be his wife. And peace, word warrior. Drop the mic. Oh, oh yeah. VIP, oh. you heard what bro warrior said. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say at the end? I'm asking you asking to be my, my wife. <laughs> oh, we. Ooh-wee, my goodness. Y'all just got it going on up in here tonight, man. I don't know what to do with y'all. You know what I'm saying? I just don't know what to do. Uh, worry, worry, you just come up in here and you just like, you make marriage proposals and everything else. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Oh, man, that's, that, that's that Chicago stuff right there. I'm to take you out of the Got to take you to the snow downtown to see the justice of the peace and then sneak, sneak out the back door and go on your honeymoon, huh? All the same time, huh? <laughs> oh, wow. oh, my God. Ooh-wee, word, word. You dangerous, man. You, 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 you're trying to steal my guests from me, man, but you you already know I got a shackle to the chair, right? So I hear you. If you take it, if you take it, you got to take, you got to take the chair and the stage and all of the DSR right along with you, right? Hey, don't none be the failure but a try. That's right. 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 <laughs> All right, oh, we're going to sit you back down on the couch, man, for a minute. You know what I'm saying? We got them callers in queue. You know what I'm saying? And I still got a few questions left for my guests. You know, so you know, we gotta gotta we gotta make her feel comfortable, you know what I'm saying? I know she her throat probably hurt and she wanna sit back and listen for a minute while her muscles in her neck get get cozy, you know what I'm saying? Right. All right. All right, we're gonna All put right. you back down on the couch and I'm finna bring right. in nobody but my big brother. Baby, baby, baby Take your socks off. We got to bring in for real. The real, the real, the real, the man, unfool yourself. Take your socks off. I got a dirty basket over there full of them. So take your socks off. What's up, baby brother? (laughs) Take your socks off, Mr. Boston. What's going on, (laughs) Hey, how are you tonight? 
Hello, dear. How are you? Congratulations on being featured. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I have a question. Um, what's the last four digits of your phone number and the first three? I need them. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Last four and the first three. Two one four. Oh wow. Mm hmm. See it's a trick to everything. Got it. I... <laughs> Next. There's an area code. Got <laughs> you. Hey no, but uh, if I were to ask you a question, <clears throat> the question would be, um you know, you might have already answered it. I'm just tuning in. But when was it that you discovered that you had the talent, and um, and when was it that you discovered that you actually had the passion for what it is that you do? Well, the passion was there from about the fifth grade. Uh, I started off reciting My Angelou and uh, Langston Hughes. Um, for my my own work, I first hit the stage about 19 years ago, 18, 19 years ago. And I remember being so timid and looking at the other poets and saying, oh, I want to be able to spit like them. And it was a year later that someone that I admired came up to me and said, I want to be able to spit like you. Mm. And, you know, that was like, wow. You know, and they had no idea that, you know, they were one of the people that I admired. But to hear that from somebody that you admire their work or the way that they deliver, and they come and give you a compliment like that, it was just awesome. Right. That is beautiful. That's the most beautiful thing. Uh, let me see. One more, one more, one more. Um, how does it feel to you when, you, when, let me rephrase that, after you express one of your pieces um, in spoken word, you know, by reciting it, um, how does it feel when, when, when someone actually tells you that they get it? What's that feeling that you get when your expression is felt the way you, you wanted it to be felt as you wrote it? How does that feel to you? What do you go through? Um, I'm not necessarily sure that I go through anything, but it feels like you're not doing it in vain. It's not just for show. Um, it's not just to get applause. Right. But it's actually a meaning behind it. There's this uh, piece that I have. In the piece, it says, I don't just fit adjectives and pronouns to be in this limelight. And I okay. think that's so important. Right, right. It is, it's great to get a message across. Even your emotions, uh, per se, to get across. 
It just feels good to be understood. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I ask that question to everyone because I appreciate it when somebody can tell me that they understood what I was saying. You know, that's the greatest reward I say that a poet can receive is to be understood and felt. Felt. All right. That's my piece. That's that piece, Mr. Boston. <laughs> yeah. Now, you know what? I'm trying to hear you now. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, well, I'm, um, I'm, not, I'm not bringing no more vote right now. I'm going to do something a little softer. Uh, <clears throat> this piece is simply called This Song. Okay. All right. I heard she sang a good song. I heard she had a sound. And so I came to see her. I'm going to leave her to sing our song. This song is all I have left. On a guitar, this singer knows my pain. Delicate fingers strung poetically what I can't explain. Piercing, hitting chords attached to my heart. She keeps playing a feather to my heartstrings. Every note about me. She's writing this song about me. Leading me with a better understanding of the phrase killing me. Killing me softly. With this song that's all about me. Killing me softly with her song. Sing. Telling my whole life. Sing. Killing me softly. Because I'm unable to. With her song. This faded melody fighting inside of me. See, the pain and the memories trying to hold on cause it reminds me of what used to be. No one to talk to, but this song understands me completely and it's singing to me, calling unto me, every note reaching out to me. It's soothing, acoustically moving, moving me at a time when everything else is mute to me. See, she be my soul tie, so I love her completely, even though the pain now invades me. Tears subside through eyes escaping life and death is multiple choice to me. So do I pull it out or push it further in this this, this thing that's stabbing me, my heart knows. My heart's not feeling it. My ears are deaf to it, but my heart hears it. My heart hears it. My heart keeps hearing this song, this song, this song that's killing me softly, killing me softly, killing me softly, and peace. Where'd you find this? <laughs> you came in here and you took your socks off, man. You came to the trap for 
underneath the stage. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to tell security to get you, man, because we need you to stay, stay in the queue, man, for the speed round and a few. You know, I appreciate you coming through, my brother. You know, I really do. I'm really digging, I'm really digging your scene, man, because you be having some conscious shit that be so damn real. You know? No problem, brother. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Much, much, much love. Once again, my lady, congratulations on being featured at DSR 5 Inc. Hey. Thank you. Thank you. Indeed. We're going to set you right. back down on the couch for real. Baby, baby, baby. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Baby, baby. Now I'm going to put my socks back on. Take your socks off. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. We're going to bring in Southwest Ohio. Southwest Ohio, are you in the DSR building? Southwest Ohio. Southwest Ohio, are you in the building? Southwest Ohio, are you in the building? Southwest Ohio sitting over there being quiet. Or is she on mute, one of the two? Southwest Ohio. All right, we're going to move on to Words of Willie. We're going to move on to Words of Willie. Words of Willie, are you in the building? Words of Willie, are you yeah, in hello. the building? All hello. right, what's going on, man? I don't know, uh, but I'll tell, I'll tell Words of Willie what you said uh, when I see him. But I'm, <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Yeah, all yeah. right, hey, all right. Hey, listen, uh, I'm new to um, this young lady, but um, from what I'm hearing, she's phenomenal, uh, mm-hmm. very skilled, and um, I'm just enjoying it. And it's a pleasure to to know her and hear her poetry. You know, she sounds very wise. You know, yeah, you know, that, know that's she's Mr. Doing. William Washington. Thank that's you, Mr. William Washington, right there. Does he stay in New York? Yes, ma'am. All the time. Okay, I, I've heard of you. Heard really. Of you. Oh, yes, good you do stuff. poetry in the you do yeah. poetry in the stairwell. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, the six A series, right? Six A series. Thank you so much. That's wonderful to hear, though, because sometimes you know those little the little labors are the ones you want to be known for, you know. And uh, so yeah. I, I'm I'm glad that you you've heard about that. You know, it's something we do. You know, it's 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 the stairway, but it just means a lot to some of the poets when they come to New York. You know, a lot of them don't know the grind. They don't know the struggle of the city, the underbelly. So when I can get them on that stairway and they do their poetry, it's like a magic, a magic happening. You know, it's it's very moving. You know, so yes, we're gonna get you on that staircase, or that stairway one day, hopefully. All right? Yes. <laughs> yes, ma'am. All right, that's a promise. All right. Yeah, I I know time is ticking. Yeah, I know time is ticking. Yeah, Burn and you know, um, Burn it up. Yeah, sister, sister, if you know about me, you know I don't do no love poems, so I got one, and I'll do that since everybody's in that flow. Okay? <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. She's faced the hardest times you can imagine. And many times her eyes hold back the tears. Oh, Lord, Lord. Be careful how you touch her. Well, she's just a woman. And although she bears the weight of the world on her shoulders, I love you, 
The man she loved never told her. Her hands, he won't hold. Her lips, he don't kiss. Her heart, he's broken many times over the rainbow where she still searches for his love. Please, Father God, let me be the man to dry the tears from her eyes. Let me mend her broken heart from the inside. Let me make her happy where she used to be sad. Where she is the sweetest love I've ever known. Yes, that kiss on the collarbone. She is the best sex I've ever had at the end of a wet dream. Black is the color of my true love. She walks in the shadows of goddesses. She is a queen. You know what I mean? She makes me do what the weak me won't. She makes me feel how the weak me can't. She makes me remember what the weak me chose to forget, and that is how to love. She is my Virgin Mary. And although we are not currently in a sexual way, she gives birth to my manhood each and every day. I dream of her persecution and scorn, her abandonment, enslavement, yet her will to carry on. They hate her. They despise her. They ridicule her. Yet they want to look like her. They want to be her. She is black. And for her, I will provide shelter and security. Strong arms that hold her. A shoulder for her to cry on. And although I bow only to God, for her, I will provide bended knee. I shall marry her. But she is black. She is bold. And she is beautiful. But be careful how you touch her. For she's just, she's just a woman. Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow, man. That was oh we my yeah, goodness. That's, that's the only one I got. I, I can't man. I can't write them up for them. I gotta give that's me a girlfriend. That's the only one you need. Oh thank yeah. you thank you <laughs> thank you thank you. All I think when I get a girlfriend right I'll be all right. Well I'm gonna get a girlfriend <laughs> so I can write some more. You know what I'm saying? But I'm working yeah. on it. Yeah. I'm working on it. Yeah. Thank you yeah. so much. Yeah. Yeah. My pleasure. My pleasure. I got another question for my guest. Do you consider rap poetry? And if so, what rapper are you most impressed by? No, I do not consider poetry, rap poetry. Um, I just don't. I think it's a different genre. Um, But one of the poets, that, I mean, not poet, one of the rappers that I'm most inspired by uh, would be Ludacris. Okay. He has yeah, a very powerful story, and 
he he's definitely an inspiration.
and then we shall get ready to get up out of here so this lady can go to sleep. All right. DJ Kane, take us to that music break. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm your DJ. DJ Dr. Joe. What we going to do right here is go back.
listening to through the chat room. Remember that number to dial is one seven two four 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 seven four forty four one three six zero five four. Press pound and one pound to get in to talk to your host, Mr. Austin Featuring the VIP. VIP, you getting famous up in here. We got all kind of callers calling in to hear you. You know what I'm saying? So just sit down and relax. I appreciate it. I here. really do. Oh, yes, indeed. They coming in here late. They talking about they want to see you. They want to hear you. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, we. So what we're going to do is we're going to bring in Poetic Night into the building. Poetic Night. Are you in the DSR building? Yes, I am, Mr. Boston. How you doing tonight, sir? Ah, man, I am sitting over here and enjoying the moment, the movement, the style. You know, everybody got to come in here with their pimp game on with that L-O-V-E. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and I got this beautiful lady over there sitting in her high chair with her feet up on her desk and with her laptop in her lap. You know what I'm saying? Waiting to hear what y'all got. You know, so I'm giving you the mic and I'm turning you over to her. So however she, however she spank you, tie you up, handcuff you, or whatever she do to you, that's up to her. So I'm giving the mic to you to give to her. So your mic. Hello, Mr. VIP. Hey, how are you tonight? I'm all right. Um, I've I've been listening. You you you. Fit real well. I'm surprised that you don't think rap is poetry. That's, I mean, because that last piece, you actually kind of, that, that kind of flowed like a rap. Well, I just think it's a, a different genre. Um, don't get me wrong. I like rap. I just think it's different. Oh, okay. Um, uh, yeah. I, I agree with you. I can ask you on that. I'm kind of new to you too, though. I've never seen you before. Uh, definitely, I, I, I like I like the flow, though. I like that last piece. Enjoyed it a lot. Thank you. Uh, oh, uh, huh? Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was uh, just about. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. You guys. You guys go. No, go ahead. I'm good. I'm listening. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kind of really shy, so I don't want to come off, you know. I just, I don't want to come off opinionated. I just wanted to say that what I said, I did have a poem to spit a little, a little. Yeah, don't come up up in the DSR building, man, being trying to be hyphenated. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Boston, sir, <laughs> uh, so I, I, I'm trying to be on my best behavior. Um. <laughs> well, you know this ain't this ain't the place to be for best behavior. Oh, uh, so then if I go ahead and I spit this, uh, I, I I heard some of the other poets spitting at her, but I wanted to spit to her. And, you know, I heard I even heard a poet ask for a phone number. 
So, you know, hey, I, I ain't going to ask for a phone number, number or, like, or nothing like that. How about I ask for something a little bit deeper? Can I have your hand in there? You do. You do. You do whatever you choose to do. I'm asked for. I, I got this poem called "A Letter to My Future Wife." Say what's the I, name of it? It's a letter to my. It's a letter to my future wife. Okay, there you go. Go ahead, your mic. You see, I'm not perfect. I don't have a lot of money, but trust me, Miss Lady, I will and can love you. I will commit to you. I'll be your best friend. But I must admit, in this short life of mine, I may have a few situations from my past, some longing, some loving, and sometimes touching. And I will admit I'm flawed. And in times, even in my poetry, my grammar, I may stammer. Yet, I'm always learning. Trust me, this lady, I have an open mind. And at times, I tend to take a little risk here and there. But this is a promise I'll make to you. I'll never take a risk with your heart. All I request is that you'll be there for me in my time of need. And I'll have no problem returning to love. Please understand. At times, it may even seem like I'm a broken man. Now I admit this, I have a few cracks or two, but I'm far from broken. And I may have a few scars on my heart, but with your love, my love, I believe everything will be all right. I do believe that I can be the man in your life. See, there are nights that I sit back and I read and I look at your pictures. I'll picture you with me. I just want to be loved in your life. Lord ignite ends this peace. Man, why are you sitting up there begging her to come home? <laughs> hey, 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 Mr. Boston, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes you got to ask for it. You can't, mm-hmm. you can't just, you can't just, you can't just bully it. Sometimes a woman enjoys the option to say yes or no. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I do. I do. I've done it before. You know what I'm saying? I'm, in fact, I've done it two times and never no more. <laughs> <laughs> you must have got your hat broken. Man, you know what? Hey, it ain't, it ain't the heart to get broken, man. It's everything gets shattered. And when you when you shatter your mirror, I can't put your mirror back together for you. And I don't want to put that mirror. I'm going to leave that mirror shattered. You feel me? I'm going to leave it shattered. I feel you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I ain't, ain't no shame about it. You know what I'm saying? You, your, when, you give your, when you give your all and it gets shattered the first time and you go around the second time and, you, and it gets shattered, you don't get there. You you be the fool if you sit there and wait for it to get shattered again. You feel well, me? That means. But see, here's 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 the thing about love. Here's the thing about love and and mirrors. You know that mirror mirror on the wall. It's like magic. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. magic when it when when the love is right. When the one is right, 
And the man is doing everything right. It's like magic. Her, she can rub her hand across the shattered mirror and take every shattered piece, every shattered piece, and mend every single one of them. And she becomes the re- you, the reflection she, you have a mirror, and she becomes that reflection. You understand what I'm saying, Mr. Boston? I understand exactly what you're saying, but when that mirror has a clock in it and the damn battery run out, it's done. I ain't putting no new battery in it. <laughs> when it's the right woman, when it's the right woman, Mr. Boston, it ain't it ain't nothing but it ain't nothing but right. And the magic, the chemistry, and everything spiritual come together, brother. It ain't nothing like it. I'm just saying. I feel you. I feel you. I hear you. I hear you. You when you when you when that when that pie piper come along and blow that doo 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 then you don't think different. Hey, I done been there, Mister Boston. I done been there. I'm gonna tell you, I done been there. I done been there where my mirror's been shattered so much. I don't. I don't even want to pick it back up. But then you know, it's been that one woman that said, "Hold on." I got the right spell to put this all right back together for you. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. I keep my vacuum cleaner plugged in. (laughs) Okay, I'm good. Back up that 
I believe I truly, truly understood how much life poetry was breathing into me. Mm. Mm. Appreciate your honesty. Mm-hmm. So, Romeo, what you have in your arsenal? Uh, I was just coming to support. I actually had got a message from uh, Mr. Wawa and Mr. William Washington um, to, to call into your show. I, I, I really don't get the chance to call in too often, but um, I did see the, the uh, VIP features. I just wanted to call in to support. I definitely thank you. And I saw your poetry in the stairwell, too. Did we lose him? Romeo, are you still there? My yes, yes, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. Yeah, William Washington is a is a, is a master at his work. <laughs> yeah. So you're not gonna do nothing for us tonight to imbue this lovely Nubian queen. I do a quote if, if, if she'll accept that. Okay. Okay. Is is that acceptable or you wanted a piece? I would like a piece, but if you feel like just doing a quote, I'll accept that as well. You're a feature. I can I can do a piece for you. Um I ask that you lend me your ear so I can touch your mind for your heart and enter to your soul with my thoughts. The piece I'm gonna do is my earth. Man, I dedicate this piece to all the mothers. Even if you don't have kids, but you're still mothering. Yeah, I'm a mother. I praise God that you praise God. It comforts my soul more than the Seinfeld Paula Deen show. Feeding me like the children of Israel. Your manna. Sweet like honey from a bumblebee, your pure love humbles me. I bow to your temple. After I place seven kisses on your temple, one for each day the Lord had made blessings to his son, I get to see your face. You're more than a red. Yeah, my Eve. You're the fruit from my life I plucked from your tree. And your neck that heals me through and through. Satisfies my thirst, sparks my fire, burning like a furnace. Till I'm a new, and I'm a new creature, and that's thanks to you. Your anointing, breath, and blessed hands help bring me through. I'm blessed that God blessed me with you. So my blessing is a double. The devil's under my feet, and his head is in trouble. I feel a shout coming on. The choir singing my song. Feel like going on, going on, going on. Because your love and strength makes me strong. You're my earth. A feminine miracle only women can give you like birth. Being able to listen to the harps playing in the kingdom of heaven will be equal to your worth. So you're beyond cloud nine to me. If I was lost, broke down, and despair, then your love would find me. Construct the perfect repair. 
Like wherever you're at, I want to be there like your shadow. My desire so deep for you, I will plant my seeds in your soil. Multiply food for holding kiss your belly when there's food that joy you give me. Makes me fool. I could not, would not, want nothing else. Gluttony is a sin as well as a curse. So I'll feed and nourish off you, my earth. That's my thought. Romeo, you never cease to amaze me, man, with your spill. Your spill is undeniably different from any other spill that I have ever heard in my ears. I have to give it to you, man. Appreciate that, sir. Yeah, that's it. We're going to set you back down on the couch. We're going to keep it moving here. You know, we're going to keep it moving. And I want to bring in CB. I haven't heard him in a long time. CB, baby. Hey, what's up, man? What's up? Man, long time no hear from. <laughs> I bring my own applause, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's going on, man? Long time no hear from. Hey, hey, been doing my due, man. Got to keep on paying the rent and all that stuff. You know how it is. Yeah, me and this dude right here, CB, go a long way back. Long, and I say long way back, I mean long way back. But CB, hey, this, is hey not, man. This, this, this is not my stage tonight because I got this Nubian queen, and it's, it's, it's her time to shine. So I'm going to hand my mic to you, and then you can speak to her. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. That's VIP hey, in the building. Hey, Miss Nubian Queen, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you tonight? Hey, I'm doing very well. Now that I'm speaking to you. <laughs> oh, we. Oh, we. Oh, Why yeah. everybody come up here? Why everybody coming up here trying to get my prize for tonight? <laughs> hey, you got to lower. You got to lower your your voice an octave when you talk to the Nubian Queen. You got to like, yeah, baby. <laughs> 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 all right, all right. I'm giving it. I'm, I'm giving it to you right now. So you better handle. You better handle your business because I got a fork. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mr. Boston, five straight, man. Five straight, Boston, man. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. What, what, what can I do for you? We have a question tonight. Uh, uh, I've been listening for, uh, yes, well, not a question, maybe a statement, maybe a question and answer. Uh, it could be uh, all that in the above. Uh, uh, I've been listening for about an hour or so. Uh, I, I remember uh, disagreeing with one of your statements uh, involving uh, poetry has no rules. And uh, for me, poetry has rules. It's, what, it's whether you want to break them or not. I mean, you you could you could have no rules, or you could have you could be restricted, and in a straight house, uh, uh, bobbling with the straight jacket on. <laughs> you know, 
you know, you could you could be straight up straight jacket or you could be free as a bird. You know, that's what I think poetry is all about. That's why so many different uh, versions. Well, I think that you're making my point. Um, if you if you just stick to I, when I say poetry has no rules, it's a freedom of expression. Um, this line doesn't have to have so many bars, unless you're talking about a haiku. You know, this line doesn't have to have so many bars. This can be a run-on sentence. This can be a sentence fragment. Does it make sense? Does it tell a story? Does it paint a picture? Does it get your point across? Mm-hmm. Um, but there, there are no rules. I stand by that statement. Um, oh, when you oh, yeah, when you, you add rules, you put it in a box. Yeah, you could be in the box. You could be halfway in there, busted out. You could be playing cardboard, draw some pictures on it, put a window on it, put some uh, garden flowers in it. You could plant it in the wood. You know, you know what I'm saying. I'm just I'm just messing with you. I'm, uh, I just we all are here to do our thing, and uh, that's the most important thing. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes, I agree with you. Oh, okay. No, nah, nah, I won that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, CB, what you got for us, man? What you got for us? I've been enjoying the show, man. I've been enjoying the show and with your featured artist, man. She's great. Listen to it. So i got something. I know you all run out of time. Let me do my thing and then, then get out your way and let you all do your thing. <clears throat> all right. All right. The mic is yours. All right, thank you, sir. This is my piece uh, I did a, a couple of days ago. I'll see if I can do it better this time. It's called um, If Shadows Were Blue, Sidewalk and Shadows, number two. If shadows were blue, would you speak of orange in the daylight, down near white, spraying colors as races spread hate? Lead would be a lighter color though still hot and hard enough to kill. Blue shadows have painted sidewalks, a misunderstanding of men, or lack thereof. Hate is hate, fear of, no loss, love of. Blue shadows on sidewalks opened up again, up again. If shadows were blue, bluer than the bluest blue, would we not become invisible in the daylight, existing not by thy eye? So what is not seen does not have rights or privileges? If shadows were blue, would we not talk of violent affairs, deaths? And I don't care. Could we not also ask why money is so red? Drips, rips, tears, tears, because it's so thinly spread. But not for some. 1% minus 99 doesn't, don't carry the one. What shadows are not blue? Variations do exist. Lighter, darker, but they're all on one big list. Feeding into the prison, prison state, gathered together for infractions, held back from school, existing not by thine eyes, put away by the 1%, not the 99. If shadows would scream in pain, 
Would it be darker than dark, redder than red, no longer beautiful, but inferred? Infrared. Lower. It goes lower than low. Would shadows sing and dance under yellow skies? Celebrating what? Commemorating what? Achieving what? Times are not changing, just twisted. Sidewalks and shadows reflected from times gone by. If shadows were blue, would we not make out we are human at all? Violet and red would show in our eyes. Not that's all. Peace. Favorite piece 
that uh, you can think of either by yourself or another poet? And what is it about the piece that you love so much? Oh, man. I don't have a favorite piece by another poet uh, because there are just so many. Um, It's just so many great poems out there. I have so many favorite poems. That, I mean, (laughs) honestly. Yeah, I'm still here. I'm sorry. I had to clear my throat. Okay. Okay. Do you have a favorite piece of your own? Um, my favorite piece of my own. I don't. Um, I I don't have one. They okay. are all special in different ways to me, and just to be able to get them out and compose them, um, you know, where I'm satisfied with them. I don't know if that makes sense. Uh, As a writer, you know, uh, sometimes it takes time to to craft that piece just the way that you want it. And um, so I really don't have a favorite piece. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I can understand that, though. Um, uh, I tend to have pieces that I like more than others that I've written, but um, I can definitely understand what you're, where you're coming from. Um, now, I agree with that. I, I do have pieces that I like more than others, uh, but... Yeah, no, no favorite piece. Okay. Hey, so Donya, so do you have a piece for us? Mm, yes, and I cannot decide which one, so I will let the guest um, decide. Would you like to to hear those who can't say right? Or would you like to hear? Um, I, I want to hear. I want to hear what your heart is speaking. That's what I want to hear. What is your heart speaking? Oh, no, I want the guest to. I want the guest to decide. Okay. <laughs> VIP. Hey, would you like to? She hear didn't that? get a second choice. Right, I didn't know we could. Those who can't say right. Or would you like to hear um, 3.36 a.m.? Oh, I want to know what happened at 3.36 a.m. Oh, my goodness. I'm coming <laughs> Wait a minute. Let me say this, because when it comes to women, it's not like you talk to a man, he's like, yeah, it's like about 3.30 in the morning. When you talk to a woman, you'd be like, it was 3.36 a.m. with 42 seconds on the clock. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. Right. Um, 
Okay, well, I will let you know what happened at 3.36 a.m. Um, and here we go. 3.36 a.m. I should be sleeping. Instead, here I lay, spread eagle, bare-skinned, brown, tinted, and speckles of lust. I know God is not pleased with the way my body jerks and pulls, with the way my mouth whispers your name, as if you are lying right next to me. How my fingers thrust in and out of my, well, (laughs) you get the picture. But I tried sleeping. I just can't. Not while missing your hands, hands that haven't touched me in such a long time. Not while yearning for your lips, lips that haven't kissed me in such a long time. Impatient legs can't wait to wrap themselves around your waist. Anxious hands twirl around my nipples and become Frustrated that they don't belong to you. Lonely lips. Can't wait to meet with yours. Can't wait to taste your tongue. Amongst other things. These are the thoughts. The desires that keep me up clawing at my covers. Biting at my pillows. Closing my eyes to picture you closer to me. No winter's wind could put out the fire that burns on thoughts of you, thoughts of us, and all our animalistic glory. I need you now. I want you now. All I'm saying is, it shouldn't be this hard to sleep. I'm not that I do want to just say, um, 
that. Once again, my name is Diamond Mondona. I am on Facebook. If you would like to add me through my friend, um, I have a show of my own called When the City Sleep, Nocturnal Inc., and it's going to be airing Saturday. So definitely call in. Um, I will put these guys have an event page for this. Um, S Y B as in dog, A W N as in Nancy, I E, and then Mornay is spelled M as in morning, O R N as in Nancy, E H. Sedani Mornay. We are friends on Facebook. Early, that's good. Okay. Yes. Well, I have a show coming up. I would love for you to come through and set. Um, and it will be this Saturday at 10 Central, 11 Eastern. Okay. Um, I'll definitely be there. All right. All right. Mr. Baby. Nice coming through. Appreciate you. I'm going to kiss you on your cheek and sit you down on the couch. Thank you so much. Bring in. All right. And we're going to bring in Illinois. Illinois, you in the building? Illinois, I'm calling for you. Illinois, are you in the building? Illinois, hello. are you in the hello. building? Hello, 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 hello. Oh, How do you I doing? This is Stormy on the, on the mic. Who? Stormy. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Buckle up, y'all. Buckle up. Buckle up. Uh, uh-uh. 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 Buckle up, y'all. Buckle up. She's going to try to play shy on us today. You know what I'm saying, but it's all right. It's all right. But we have this wonderful, beautiful Nubian queen in our building tonight, VIP, you know, powerful. So I'm going to step back out the way and let y'all go head to head. So the mic is in your hand. So you got a question, a point. Whatever you decide to do, you got a skit, you got some jokes, or whatever you want to do is <laughs> on you right now. Cause the mic is in your hand, and I'm 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 shutting up. How you doing, Miss VIP? I'm well. How are you? I am wonderful. I actually tuned in to the to the show late, so I missed a, a whole bunch of your of your interviews. But I think I did have a question for you. Um, I was wondering, like, when you get to the point as a poet where you start uh, traveling and start getting paid for gigs that you do, how do you go about starting out doing that? Well, (laughs) um, I really can't give you much advice on that. Um, When I first started out, um, many years ago, we had a manager, and um, mm. shouts out to Keely. Uh, she was the manager of Chaos, and so she booked all of our gigs and, and things like that. Uh, as far as the way that it's done now, I have no mm. clue. I'm I'm looking to uh, find that out. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, things, things do change in the poetry thing. Um, I had a a piece that I had picked out to do for you. I was listening to you say that you had 
took some time out and um, then picked your pen back up and was, you know, liking the way it felt to, to do so. So um, I got this poem where the title of it was inspired by um, Kendrick Lamar, but the piece itself doesn't doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the with the song. But I would like to recite this to you as one of our beautiful black queens and a, as a butterfly. Okay. So here we go. The name of this piece is You Can't Tempt a Butterfly. All butterflies have a process to becoming a butterfly. I'm going to call the cocoon home. See, all butterflies have to leave home and step out and fly. Sometimes they're never warned about that bad guy. Sometimes butterflies leave the cocoon too soon, introduced to the truth of the streets. See, she likes to fly around being nosy, not paying attention to the queers that want to pimp off her wings to help her play cozy. But thanks to her wit to move around, even as a butterfly, they couldn't dethrone her crown because you can't pimp a butterfly. As butterflies, we function the same as queens, in charge of our beautiful selves, not letting anyone destroy our wings. You got your haters and your destroyers of all things beautiful and good. They will try to confuse you to keep you misunderstood. When you're beautiful and you exercise your wings, someone's always standing in the cut, conniving, trying to destroy things. They want to have your beauty, so they approach you the wrong way. Butterflies don't scrounge the ground where the pimps and the hustlers play. God gave butterflies wings to fly with the angels, far away from danger, way in the sky. He did this to protect the beauty to the eye, because everyone knows, like a queen with wings, you can't pimp a butterfly in peace. Stormy with an eye. <laughs> there you did See? that. I know. I surprised <laughs> you didn't. Thought I was gonna be under somebody's clothes. Yeah, I thought you was gonna. I thought you was gonna roll back the cover, girl, so I could wiggle my feet. <laughs> you, you a mess. Who <laughs> me? Yes. Why? Why am I such a mess? Cause I know you was expecting me to roll back that cover. I know you would be nice and toasty. Yeah, I was like, uh, it's time for me to give me some toasty old and put them, that vitamin in my system and get ready to roll. I thought I was going to have to bring in, I thought I was going to have to change my water bed when I got through. So <laughs> <laughs> mess. I can hit you with a little short one. Okay, I'm gonna give you that. I'm gonna give you that opportunity because you know what I like to hear from you. Okay, it's, it's gonna be really, really short. All right. Okay. I long for you 
for a long time. Constantly you stay on my mind. Thoughts of you wish through my mornings like a fresh cup of joe. Those same thoughts swing by my afternoons and give my body massages and good loving till I can't take it no more. Thoughts of you enjoy dinner with me and then the nighttime comes and you put on a show. You undress me slowly with your teeth, tasting your way to my birthday suit, taking your time. This ass, your tongue, yeah, I think I want to get me some. Since you're only in my thoughts, I take it you won't mind if I take this last thought I'm thinking and fuck you long time, my thoughts. Don't you know what I? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> you know what? Let me tell you something. Let me let me, let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. Sharp jabs of movement. Stop. Start breathing. Anticipate. It start with no stopping, driving the full length, driving it home. Sound mm. blaring, let her know she's alive, chaos outside. The gang, she takes it all in, thinking for the last time, missing his taste, the look on his face ejaculate. Not knowing when she'll see him again, she moistens her lips, smiling, seeing what she wants to do, kissing, licking, is an erogenous zone. Her thought pattern broken and near miss with oncoming traffic brings her back. To the present, MP. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah just like that, just like that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a hot See? shit. Yeah, there you go. Well, we're gonna sit you back down on the we're gonna sit you back down on the couch for a minute after after this next caller. After the next caller gonna be me, then we're gonna go for music break, then we're gonna come back and we're gonna do a quick speed round and then I'm gonna kiss my girl good night. Okay. All right, we're gonna bring in Southern California. Southern California, you in the building? Yeah. Southern California. Who do I have the opportunity of speaking to? Hi, this is authentically speaking. Oh my goodness, no kidding. My homegirl. <laughs> my homegirl. Always be trying to taunt me on Facebook. <laughs> Is that right? I don't think did, that's you finish with that? Did you did what what did you do with the box of the cheesecake? Um, I ate it. <laughs> uh, you ate the box too? No, it wasn't a whole box. I just got one slice of cheesecake. Okay. All right. Well then I'm finna give you the mic I'm finna give you the mic to Miss VIP. How you doing, Mr. IP? Congratulations on your feature. Thank you. Thank you. I'm well. How are you? I'm doing very well. Um, I just I just wanted to know, um, I was reading your bio, and you have done a lot in the poetry community, and I read um, some information on the CDs that you had, and I just wanted to know, um, what, what else do you do besides um, your books and your CDs? And, you know, do you attend open mics in person um, weekly or 
do you frequently attend Poetry Fest? What do you do in person in the poetry community? Um, well, I am I am currently just getting back. Uh, I've literally been back since November, <laughs> and so I just moved uh, to Texas. So I haven't had the opportunity to uh, frequent any open mic, but I did get the opportunity to uh, perform um, at the show Four Brothers. That was down in Dallas last weekend. I am planning to get out more um, publicly uh, because I love performing. I love the stage. I really do. But currently, um, there's there's not any places that I frequent. I'm just getting here. I've literally been in Texas a week. So um. I am just getting my feet wet. Okay. Well, that's the only question that I had. Once again, um, congratulations and um, blessings to you and all that you do for the years to come. Thank you so much. Well, you know I ain't going to let you get away. I'm not going to let you get away until you spit some of that California swag out. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even prepared. Uh, oh, there you go. Okay. Since you ain't prepared, then you leave room for me. That's good. already present in the institution of the United States of America. Do you hear the bullshit in their speeches? See, you still may not understand savvy in the maritime waves that drown out the Constitution. Fast forward. So fast, false flags, reprogramming, 9-11s waiting to happen, orchestrated by fund managers and bankers with economic poverty bonds, protected by the eye, spy in the sky, asked Paris France, who was in fear and suffered from terrorist super cell CIA and ICE. As we seek justice and protest in front of the Thurgood Marshall Justice Building, and we ask, where's the relief through the justice system that has been ordered to move injudiciously and mechanically walking through the twilight laughing at humanity crying foul? The rich offer humanity pound cake while they sit back dining on caviar, attempting to keep society sane because we the people don't understand the game until you begin to understand categories and definitions. We're going to be doing the same thing, looking for different results. Those same words seem ridiculous sitting upon the mantle of life and liberty. But ask yourself, are you smarter than those words? Uh, all the while, while we elect public official trading schools for sports stadiums, hear me now? The global scale has been tipped for centuries, sending the tired, poor, huddled masses yearning to breathe. But, go, but to go for a break of dawn? Walk around the tip of lower Manhattan. Maybe the sight is so familiar that you almost stop noticing. Out in the water through the early morning mist, something you should, of course, have known. Where there, but that you somehow weren't expecting European national borders right in your face. The city, and by implication, America looks rather grim, gloomy, more than a little intimidating. Imagine the full power of the message that's sent to consider the impact of the initial moment of us in comprehending. Don't kill yourself with this push-button global domination button to be continued. And that's the piece. We are going to go. 
<laughs> we are going to go to a music break, and when we come back, we are going to have a speed round, and then I am going to say a hearty good night to my beautiful Nubian queen, B-I-P. Kane, DJ Kane, take us to the next phase. <laughs> Thank you. 
ladies and gentlemen, we are in speed round mode. This is how it's going to go down. No titles. Fit your piece. At the end of your piece, say next artist. And this is how the roll call is. VIP is number one. For real, the poet is number two. Lady of Love is number three. Southwest Ohio is number four. Number five is Illinois. Number six is ASAS. And number seven is CB. Number eight is the CEO. And number nine is me. Y'all ready? And here we go. VIP. Brothers, I accept your apology with stride, and I admit we as sisters sometimes have too much pride. We too hate to admit the faults we share and the tears we cry, and I apologize for putting you down the times you truly tried. When you tried to wipe my tears away, I pushed your hand away. When you tried to protect me, I said, protect yourself. When you tried to brighten my day, I said, you're blocking my son. When you tried to take care of me, I said, who are you, my daddy now? And you ask why. Now, it's not an excuse, but men have played many tricks in the past, but when a good brother comes along, we have no faith that will last because we have been disrespected, neglected, and screwed unprotected. And maybe, just maybe, we share some of the blame because we treat good brothers and dogs like one and the same. But it's time for us to open our eyes, time for us to accept black men as our prize. It's time for us to build them up, not tear them down. What's that? Can you hear it? It's the sound of a pair united. See, black men and black women have decided never to be divided. And unity comes only through pure understanding, not a raised fist and vociferously demanding. So right now I'm choosing to stand by your side, black man, and I have no problem stepping back to catch you in case you fall because together we can conquer the world and have it all. I must admit, at first, when you were selling drugs to pay the rent, I didn't understand that. When you said always dress like a lady, I didn't understand that. When you said choose your friends, choose you, I didn't understand that. And when you went away for five days just to clear your head, well, I still don't understand that. But now I understand that you were a black man doing the best you can to make things better for me and you. You did the things you had to do to survive, to survive in this cold, uncomforting world. You wanted to make sure that your son never had to sell a drug and your daughter never had to sell her soul. So when you get respect yourself, black queen, I heard you. When you worked two jobs plus overtime all to support your family, I saw you. When you said you can kill the revolutionary but you can't kill the revolution, I knew they feared you. When you invented the traffic light, I knew they envied you. When you walked out of jail 27 years later with your head still held high, I saw the strength in you. When you died saying, I have a dream, and it still came true, I saw the power in you. When your wife died and you raised six kids alone, I saw the strength in you. When you taught yourself to read, I knew nobody could mess with you. And, black man, no one could ever take that away from you. So when they call you a failure, say, yes, I fail. I fail every day. See, I fail at giving up then. I will continue to fail by any means necessary. And black man, I will also fail to give up on you because beside every strong black queen, there's a strong black king. And black men, we love you. In peace. For real? My insecurity. My insecurities. Like a Facebook post with just one like. With blood-filled arteries enticing me lovingly, taking this time to write 
waiting for your response. Mm, still just one like. My heart is still as a profile devoid of this profile pick. Stagnant, waiting on your response. As if it were a kiss. Staring at the screen on my phone for what seems like so long. Still holding on. Fingertips. My heart wrote this poem. And my soul wants to spit it. It's memorized. Every fiber in my being remembers it. Where's your comment? I wonder if... I wonder if she's going to like it. My heart wrote this. It was driven. In the emotions, I was driven to post this. Couldn't wait for you to receive its notifications. No tags. Not this. This was just for you, miss. Publicly placed Reddit. They can read it if they want to, and if they want to, they can share it. But my heart wrote this. My heart wrote a poem just for you. And my soul waits as if it were a kiss. Wait for you to respond to it. Where are you? Are you online? I don't see your light, your chat, your invisible. Staring at the screen on my phone, my mind's eye sees you. And I can't help but to think how beautiful. I fell asleep, rereading over and over my heart's peace. Never saw your reply through tired, overworked eyes, but now this heart of mine quickens as it feels what you've written. Baby, your piece was so beautiful, thank you. I would have responded sooner, she says, but my heart fell in love again and decided to write a piece in response just for you. Just for you. Just for me, see... My insecurities got the best of me still. She loves me. Now she's inboxing me, and I, <laughs> I'm wondering what it could be. All my insecurities in peace. Florida? Bring my... I heard your voice bring my transparent soul to you. Seated on your throne, she sat in submission to his truth. It may seem impossible to those who dwell not in the spirit. Heard your confident laughter reminding of your fierce statement that requested agreement from me. I obliged for the science of exchange allowed you to capture the audience of my mind, be it in the physical or telepathy. After a few lines of encounters, stacked shelves formed as we shared truth in understanding, forming another level. I spoke a volume without hesitation, desiring you speak to my heart. I liquidated control for your complex rules of exposing information, which logical Reception brought about sufficient surety, building our foundation of convinced. It gets so deep sometimes. I must kiss you, resuscitating she, to digest your elaborate literature. Each day you spread a banquet table 
for my mental consumption. So waiting for that long debate. And when it's done, oh, we. Only a man that can stimulate her mind, holding her in, ex- in ecstatic captivity, can desert with her in those succulent and lavish ways. But let me say this to you. Let me sweep over your statue like balmy breezes on the beach. Allow my hair to cover your bareness as we rock ourselves into atmospheric pressure changes changing your dry climate to wet. Let me refresh you, baby, with an offering of reasons from Kadar. Let his energy replenish like lightning streaking the midnight sky. Only he who has dwelled in the energy of creation a second time is worthy. Let her move the elderberry bush from your path, a limb at a time. As you cradle me in your love, I linger on the tear in your eye, desiring to change it to clear flowing joy. Hold me, my darling. Hold you forever. Whisper into my soul products of distant shores as your wise unfolds. And peace. Southwest Ohio. Yo, Mike, Southwest Ohio. Uh, I was just listening. Okay. Illinois. Good morning, lover. How was your rest? Was I there with you? Did I do my best? Before you slept, you spoke of the freaky shit you enjoyed doing to me. Let me tell you, I love that freaky loving, too. I love the way you make me feel. I do, I do, I do. Of all places, you start behind my knee. Gentle kisses, that was erotic, you see. Caressing and kissing my legs and feet. You reach up for a firm grip on my round, succulent ass cheeks. I'm nervous now. Haven't been touched like that in a while. Squeezing my ass cheeks, you firmly spread them eagle style. That's where my clit, pussy, and asshole all introduce themselves to your lips and hungry, waiting mouth and dick. Daddy, this pussy is all yours. The way you make me feel is magical. Your mere words makes my pussy wet. Your touch melts me. So I throw that ass in the air. See, we're so perfect for each other. I commence the starting a pussy fight. A fight I know I couldn't win, but fuck that. That long, hard, pulsating dick wants to rumble again. Small sip of Kool-Aid off the nightstand and baby. I climb on that dick and I ride it like I have no lady. 
Yeah, lay back on the bed. Let's give that long, hard, crooked dick with that fat-ass rim some head. Pussy fight over. I'm about to put this dick to bed. In peace. Stormy with an eye. Authentically speaking, Southern California. Just listening. Okay. CB? Jake? To you, the rose, I feel joy. Underneath the pendulum scenes, now forward. Not facing back, only wetness can make that. Under covers of dim light, sweet shouts of victory, both sides declare. Over covers of bright moans, sunlight, the toes lift weights, clench, grip, lags. No memories can play cards with the actual act. A now then. A wet then, a smell when, an arch back. Crumble clothes on the floor, compress feelings of jealousy, aching to participate in the squeezing, giving way to the teasing. Every drop, the rose will surrender willingly. Tell twin implosions, retreat to memories. Wet smells after going bodies remain for a spell, overlapping in joy and bliss. Crumble clothes on the floor can breathe again. Next. Mr. CEO. When I touch the pen, I become somebody else. My voice changes. I dawn a new name, a new identity. Ideas come to me, none ever fathom as if I'm creating a new life through the pages of fate. Definition of my scripture. Many can relate, yet few will understand. Pondering my ink strokes like God and the devil and the war on life. Sometimes when I write, it's an emotional fight. Mind drawn in darkness. Hunger for the light is darkness. The evil or is the light controlling my ink stroke and emotional fight. Grasp reality is now realized the pen is in sight. DSR all day. In peace. She said, baby, your key is such favorite, a favorite tune of mine. My locket fits perfectly smooth on center, never rough. Your entrance smooth as graphite, the ride is as impeccable smooth as silk unison. Each time you make me gas, you make my locket Slide sweet with distinct milky. I love the deepness of how you make me feel in my static copia. You make my copious tingle tickle and satisfied by the embers and flames you create inside. Got my mind on roller coaster, my thoughts weary, legs weaken, the orgasm quickens and addicted to you in, a, in your in and out entrance and withdrawals. Got my neurochemicals on roller coaster ride in my brains, never had a man put me through so many sexual, sensual, mental strains. You was like a new drug, 
overdose a good steering on my mind away for a negative thought, making my surrounding pelvic muscles contract and weaken with warm floodings of my pelvic floor. Your secret weapon had me so damn excited I was regulated to experience the genius of your key today. And you worked me until I screamed, you have my full endorsement. You told me your vibe was full of sexual emotions and deep sensual sensations, that my orgasm will be commenting long after and I would be completely addicted to smoother silk dictation. But baby, what did you learn about your mysterious self? Ooh-wee, man. The excitement in my utero orgasm poised at the summit of my coteous stimulation of your finger, tongue, and most favorite key in peace. Ladies and
your words to find a better place. Let the stars shower you with hope and give you strength to cope. Night is the time your mind and body sleeps for a brand new day that simply leaps a dreamy night. Wishing you a lovely night. Wait for tomorrow for today so bright. See pleasant dreams for another day as on your bed you lay. Wait for a new dawn, a new day. Don't forget to say your prayers. Good night and sleep tight. Right. VIP, love you, girl. You too. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the end of the show, and we hope to see you back in two weeks, same time, same place, new gig, new dance, new poetry. Good night to each and every one of you. Thank you from the DSR family. Good night.
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.